This is Magnum CK, and as long as you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, you will be sports entertained. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when the hate flows through you. This is Wrestling Chairs. We like to talk about things going on the Northeast style independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a special interview episode with the podcast known as Let the Hate Flow Through You. You might even be able to say it's kind of a crossover episode. I am your host. I am Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe if you're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, a desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAManeuver.net. Like I said, this is a special interview slash crossover-ish episode with let the hate flow through you i'm not going to waste much time we're just gonna talk about a few things and then we're gonna go right into the interview and uh first of all we gotta explain who let the hate flow through you who you might not know who they are it is local comedians at least one is and the other one used to be uh current comedian jeremy Shear and former comedian jordan also known as El Hordano Diablo. And the Jordan's been on the show a little little over two years ago now. And actually, I think that when we recorded this was the two-year anniversary of when the episode that he was on for Wrestling Cheers came up for two years ago. So uh, I happened to get, be on their show. Uh, it was also my second time being on. Uh, it came out a couple weeks ago. So we always promote them at the end of the show. Let the hate flow through you. Uh, I'd say check it out. Uh, we go into a little bit of uh, kind of political talk to to an extent. So if that's something that you you want to hear, uh, you're more than welcome to. You get my kind of some of my uh, my views on some certain things, and uh, it, we always manage to bring it back to wrestling one way or another. Um, yeah, that's uh, this is this is a, a long long episode. Uh, it's going to be close to two hours, I know, because uh, the the bulk of the interview is about an hour and forty five minutes. If this is something you you skip, I, I I really understand. But I think there's a there's a lot of fun stuff in here. There's kind of an Easter egg to pay attention if certain people are listening because there are certain things said about a certain or a particular individual within AIW, and I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. And if you hear it, don't tweet this person. Uh, it is the reaction from them to see if they listen. So uh, I would say without any further ado, but uh, there is something that I do do want to talk about. Um, earlier this week, there was the tornado down in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, I think I forget the, the death count from when I had last heard. 
Um, but a lot of damage has had, and it's really impacted that area. Unfortunately, Southern Underground Pro, uh, you know, friends of this show, they were they were hit by it. Their um, venue, the Basement East, that they frequent every other month for their shows, was one of the buildings hit. And I know next uh, week, I think it's next week's show is now canceled. So. Um, you know, a lot of thoughts and prayers out to not just Southern Underground Pro, but my friends down there in Nashville, our friends down there in Nashville. Um, they're all good people. Everybody I've met down there is so nice, and this is affecting and hitting a lot of them, either whether it's directly or their loved ones or just whatever it is. So if you can give, give, there's plenty, many different ways. Um, keep these people in your thoughts and prayers, which I know it can be a tricky thing sometimes, but. Uh, these are, I consider all these people friends, and I sent a couple of them some messages of, you know, my thoughts and support uh, after everything, because obviously there's not much I can do from up here. Wishing them all the best, and hopefully they all get back on their feet. But let's get into the interview, the crossover, if you will, with Let the Hate Flow Through You. And we are back here on the podcast, and I am sitting here with uh, both members of let the hate flow through you. That's us. We're here. I'm back. You are back. This is your second time on the podcast and also second time in my apartment. Yes. Agreed. There's more stuff here this time, though. <laughs> Less stuff in boxes. Yes, exactly. I'll have to show you the office later. Like, it's obviously because that was just like. It, it was. It was like there was mountains of shit and like all collectible cool stuff. I say shit, you know, not yeah, in just, a derogatory way. It's yeah, just yeah. there's just so much stuff in there. It was like basically at that point, it was mostly, all right, I got my desk, I got the uh, laptop, some stuff kind of somewhat set up, but it was just like boxes. Yeah. Upon boxes. And I'm I'm Jordan, uh, just so that people know the voices, and you are. Yeah. I'm Jeremy Shear. <laughs> Hi, Jeremy. <laughs> Hi, Jordan. <laughs> Hi, Justin. Thank you very much for having us in your lovely home. Yes, we are happy to be here. Jeremy Shear, El Hordano Diablo, and this week, we are talking about I don't know, just random bullshit. It's kind of <laughs> kind of what we were doing on the podcast for. I was now on Let the Hate Flow Through You for the second time, and oddly enough, Jordan, well, you said you don't get on Facebook too much. It was two years ago today that your appearance on Wrestling Cheers was published. No shit. Yes. No kidding. I saw that show up last because oh, I looked at it past midnight, and I was like, oh, that's ironic. Yeah, mm. that's pretty cool. That's so, pretty cool. I do two year intervals. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll, I'll see you in two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like you don't show up to shows anymore either that much. Oh, uh, no, it's because I've been I had got back into the service industry, but I uh, I'm starting to work Saturday mornings now. So I'll be able to make like Saturday shows now, which is pretty cool. I'm excited about that until I get like a Monday through Friday again. So at the, at the point of this podcast, you will have been at Heyo. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because this will be coming out early March. Um, yeah, I the card looks great, and also um, I want to meet Scott Hall again, and I am going to. I have a uh, uh, WrestleMania eighteen Scott Hall Elite that I want to get signed by him. So okay, I'm definitely uh, going to do that and have fun because that show should be pretty fun. I mean, Danhausen versus Swoggle is going to steal the show. They always do crazy shit for Akron. That's one thing I love about it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, the Tadmore Shrine shows are a lot of fun with the with the weird background. Yeah, thing. It's like it's a different vibe, and I love it. Well, what was cool about that place? Um, 
the first one AIW did there. That was when P was that when PB won. Was that the first one or the second one? That was it was when he beat Hot Sauce. Which, um, because that was last year. No, I want to say that was third time. Was it? Yes. Okay. It was the first one was Enter the Dragon. That's right. Okay, so I that that one i went to that one uh-huh. and um i remember like pulling up to the place and being like this seems familiar to me and like i went in there and turns out um i had been to the tadmore shrine like in 2000 and maybe 2002 for a comic book convention and like because you can't I mean, you cannot mistake that place like oh, you no. walk in there once you know like oh i've been here before and um yeah the like you said the backdrop is just really cool it's a very different vibe than every other show yeah and they uh they do pull out some crazy stuff like uh i the first one uh the first aiw show that i took my buddy mark to um was when uh, Justice, I can't remember who he suplexed onto the bleachers, and he was just like five feet away from it, and he was like, dude, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> and now he goes to like all the AW shows. That's the the local scene I love so much. I mean, talk, it get talked about a lot on this show, but when you get like those kind of interactions, mm. like uh, I've had people like, not necessarily come up to me, but maybe like I get in conversations with them, and like I could tell like at other non-AW shows that they have never heard of aw yeah and i'm just like okay i'm not looking down at them but like i'll be like oh yeah well there's a show blah blah and like i inform them and it's yeah. like oh shit like there's this other place and i'm like oh yeah and they're bringing scott hall oh no shit they've i mean they've definitely picked up a lot of traction like um the last few years which is cool because i mean if you look at the nxt roster how many people you know, came from AIW. Look at all, look at all the rosters and like yeah. where people are coming from. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, with AEW, you know, MJF. You know, uh, he, I mean, he was Cleveland was one of the first places that like really took to him, which was very cool. Uh, I think he'd been out a little bit because I seen I saw him in Dayton, a pro wrestling revolver, literally a couple weeks before he debuted. Okay, because yeah, the first time I saw him was when he debuted in AIW, and I told him I was like, I would love to see you in Cleveland. Yeah. And he was like, that might be happening really soon. Right on. And then like about a week or so later, it was announced. I'm like, oh, no shit. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw him, I was just like, oh, this he's going places. He's <laughs> debuted the same day as Mance Warner. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And they're killing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I watched before we headed out to do the podcast today. I watched the latest episode of uh, MLW and Mance just fucking killing it, man. He's doing uh, doing really funny stuff on there. And uh, just- I have to bring this up. I really hate that they play like too much of the goddamn song when Mance Warner comes out. Oh, he doesn't come out until they say "Simple Man." I hate it. Hate it. I hate Leonard Skinner, so I get it. I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Hate they it. They didn't play the Leonard Skinner version. No, yeah. Who? Who? I don't even know. Who they play the acoustic Shine Down version. Oh, and that makes it worse. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Ugh. Uh, the, look, the, the, we have so much time <laughs> to get through it, and especially like the um, the last AIW show I watched was the tournament, um, and where Mance was out like several times mm-hmm. uh, because of multiple matches, and having to sit through that every time. <laughs> and then I talked to stupid Steve, and he's like, "Yeah, that was that's really cool, huh?" And I'm like, "You mutt! I'm gonna <laughs> kill you, Steve! I'm gonna kill you!" 
stupid Steve. I am referring to Steve guy, of course. So that's like, like the crazy thing that I've, I love about like the independent wrestling scene is there is so much overlap with comedy. There is. Uh, it's not just in Cleveland. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, there is a show in Denver called Lucha Libre and Laughs that yes. they do every month at the Oriental Theater. And that's like an overlap of comedy and re- they even have comics doing the commentary there. Oh, no shit. Apparently. Yeah. And uh, like Greg Iron got to go out there and do it a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. But they're uh, they pack it out every month. Uh, like Bridget Callahan from Cleveland, um, she got to do it. And it was like really cool to see like, hey, I know these people and they're on the show with these other people that I know. Yeah, and it's doing really because Denver's like a great comedy scene. And I'm not sure about their wrestling because I, you know, aside from that show, I don't know what else goes on out there. But I have, I have a friend out there and like I know somewhat of it. But when you when just like learning, like kind of like we're not in territory system anymore, but there kind of is. Yeah. To where like I don't know many wrestlers who are like coming out from Denver. Mm-hmm. Right. As in, like, they're so big that they're coming up. It's, it's, you like, you have your, some of your southern territories, you have Midwest, like, in between St. Louis, Chicago, Cleveland, there's, and Indiana as a whole, like, a lot of people coming out from there, people coming out from the East Coast, the Northeast. Mm-hmm. But, and then there's the guys, there's like, you know, the, the, 15 20 guys that you know travel to all of them, the bigger names, you know, oh, yeah. in, the, in the scene, but it's like, it's very cool, like, that was like when I first started paying attention to the local wrestling scene. I probably 2015, 16, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It's just very cool to see the crossover yeah. of like, oh wow, yeah, I saw this guy on this show, and now he's in Cleveland. Oh, I, I get to go, you know, watch him. Like, um, uh, a guy that my fiance like liked before me was uh, KTB, and like he's on everything now, and he's fucking awesome. Uh, even uh, your photo bomber. When you took the picture with Kevin, MJF, <laughs> Kevin Koo just got signed with MLW as of this recording. And so. he, he and dude, he Kevin Koo's so good. He's so so good. Um, yeah, that photo bomb is like the best of all time. Just yeah. like uh, my buddy Wes Allen, like when he was like, I can't stop staring at Kevin Koo because he's staring at me. <laughs> it's a good picture. Um, yeah. I have many pictures with MJF like that. I actually uh, his last show in Cleveland. Um, at the Odeon, he, he was outside and me and him always would go back and forth, you know, because like he would play alongside, you know, yeah. give him shit. He's a, he's a really good sport. And uh, I was bugging him because Chelsea couldn't come to the show because she was working. So I kept bugging him. I was like, dude, Chelsea wasn't able to come to your last show. She really wanted to see you. It's like record a video for her. And I won't disclose how because, you know, MJF don't do shit for free. I'm not I won't disclose how much I paid for it because she doesn't need to know. But he recorded a video for her on my phone that I got to send to her that she watches all the time. And um, so he did it. and It was really funny. And he hands me back my phone. And he walks inside and walks right back out and goes, if that ever goes on social media, I will fucking kill you. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's a smart man for that. (laughs) Smart man. He I've I've won't. And I've talked about this on the show. Like, I've only seen him break character once. And it was after a show. And like, I think it was because a lot of people said a lot of shit to him. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of showing him like his genuine side of like i'm not really like this yeah and like i think someone went too far too yeah and he he's just like what the fuck mm. but i mean the thing is with him too like he kind of eventually he snapped back into it but yeah 
it was when the show was over, majority of the people were out. So he could show his real side, but then he can go, he goes in and yeah, out of it does. like crazy sometimes. The it's crazy. only time I've ever seen him, well, I've seen him break character once in person, and it was at the uh, Masato Tanaka Nick Gage um, yeah. at that, uh, I don't even know what that place was. I think they've done a couple shows there. You're talking about. It was really cold in there. <laughs> it was right by Winchester. the sheets. What is it? Oh, no, 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 no. You're talking about the all. Oh, I, I was thinking the, you're talking about the volleyball. We call the volleyball tavern. Cavern. Okay. Yeah. That, that like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I he was when he was still with Allie and, yeah. um, they were sitting together and, uh, I went up and I was talking to him and he was like talking to me and, um, I looked over at her and then he just goes, don't fucking look at her. <laughs> and then I saw him break a uh, character on, um, Egos Amigos. Uh, it was him, Ricky, Shane Page, and Ethan, yeah. er, and Ethan Page, and like the three of them together, like busting up. Like I showed it to Chelsea, and she was like, "I don't like seeing him out of character. It's very weird." <laughs> there was just always something about him. Like he, my first introduction went to him. Like I said, was at Dayton at a Pro Wrestling Revolver. I was doing an interview with Ethan Page, and he just like gets on the mic. <laughs> and, like crashes the podcast for like a minute and i'm just like what the like i didn't know what to think i'm like what the fuck <laughs> then you realize you had gold <laughs> oh but so well i had gold and then i, I won and i'm like all right this guy's good like he needs to come to cleveland yeah and mm. yeah he killed it here yeah i mean he what he had a good you know what year and a half two year run here like he was on a lot of the shows and was i mean every time he did something people loved it you know he had one match that he didn't have that I that they he was supposed to. What? Against Smothers. Oh, that would have been good. The night that they announced that he had a match with a wrestler by the name of Teddy King, who is from Kentucky, wrestled a lot in Nashville, but like he's currently retired, but he might be coming back. I'm not 100% sure on that. But a very equivalent heel of MJF. Really? Yeah, but more of a sports jock. Okay. Like, uh, if you go to IWTV, uh, what was that show? PWF Pro Wrestling Freedom in Kentucky. Uh, I felt like that was the like a preview of what it was supposed to be. Really? Against some others, because they were just kind of like the same person. Yeah. Maybe some others have been a little bit old. There were a dance break, blah, 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 blah. But it was kind of like, I can, be a, I can be a better heel than you. No, I can be a better heel than you. And then, like, sometimes doing the exact same things at the exact same time. Yeah. Like, it was so great. That's awesome. So, explain to people, because, like, it gets talked about a lot on the show, what Let the Hate Flow Through You is. And I really kind of want people to know, because I, I love it. Well, thank you. Um, I'll let- and I'm happy that it's back, too. Oh, so are we. That long, long hiatus. I, like, I thought it was dead. And everything, and then like, oh no, no, we're coming back, and we're doing, going back to being weekly. I'm like, yes, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I had to, uh, I had to uh, bail to Colorado for a little bit to get my head together. Um, so basically, the the way I've been uh, describing it to people, I think this is the most is like I mentally tore my ACL. Yeah. Uh, so I had to, uh, I had to go get rehab, and I'm still rehabbing. 
But uh, now that I'm back in Ohio, uh, we're doing Hate Flow Weekly again, and uh, Jordan's got uh, the Fatitude Era back. And then uh, I'm uh, looking to start uh, th- another podcast um, that's going to be basically the opposite of Let the Hate Flow Through You. But basically, it's uh, it's a specific general interest podcast <laughs> about the uh, people, places, things, and concepts you hate. Uh, we take a... Uh, we take a topic every week with a guest from the entertainment industry or someone that we find interesting and uh, talk about why they hate something for an hour. And sometimes it'll go off the rails and uh, some. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we just like, you know, jump around from place to place to place. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, we get to the bottom of uh, a lot of people's, you know, who they are as people and why they hate a thing. But, you know, sometimes we just like, it's like we had Tim Cornette on, um, I guess it would be two weeks ago now. And it was just like, you know, I lived with Tim for a couple of years and, you know, that's when you and me met. Yeah. So it's just like, it's old buddies riffing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's one of the best episodes we've ever done. Yeah. So it was just that was more, you know, jokey, but we'll have some more serious stuff like we had. Uh, we had an episode on uh, mental health stigma with uh, Angel Lousy Weather Media. That was pretty serious. Yeah. And uh, I've had a couple people hit me up to revisit that topic, um, which we'll probably do because it's I'm like, sure we will. But it, when we did do that one, it I mean, like what people don't understand is like with what we do, like the the best compliment we ever get is that it's therapeutic. I, I love hearing that from people like so when they come on and they like hate something and it's like by the end, you know, they've either turned and realized, well, I don't actually hate this. I hate this thing. It's always really cool. But like. The show can be very mentally taxing, like depending on what we're talking about. Yeah. And that show where we did tackle mental health stigma, like actually fucked with me, Sheer and the guest. Like for like the following two weeks, we didn't record. We're yeah. just like, I'm not in the right spot right now. Yeah, man. we had to we had to get our shit together. Um, hey, hi, Kitty. Yes. Hello. Uh, family court episode. I just had to look it up to figure out what the actual topic was. That was another good one. It was like, could you get those like riffing episodes? But then you get that one like this because like it's a serious subject. Mm-hmm. There's serious reasons why he didn't like it. And you go into this just backstory of everything. And like, I'll never forget listening to that episode because there was there was just so much story there. Yeah. And it was, like, yeah, there's jokes, but like, this is why it sucks. And this is all the bullshit I got. And I was like, wow, that. That's one that let sticks with me. I'm glad it stuck. Um, I I've been, I was around for a lot of that uh, with Randy because I've known Randy for a long time. Like he uh, he started doing stand up around the same time I did, uh, like 15 years ago. Now it's been shit. Um, <laughs> oh man, I'm old as shit. Uh, but so like you know when he met mary and like started dating her and got married like i was at the thing so i've i was like involved in that situation and like you know a lot of it was stuff that we had talked about before but uh, you know so it was like it was me learning about a lot of it i was learning about um but and then with my own experience in family court i was just you know i was glad to help him get that out um 
the fact that it was interesting definitely helped because it's like you don't hear a lot about uh, men going through that system and uh, like actually trying to be a part of a child's life because it's just not something that people talk about. Yeah. Um, so it was, uh, I was happy to do that. But we have uh, all the episodes are evergreen because we don't do current events. Um, so if you want, you can check out, like, just look at the top. Everything's titled by topic. Yep. Um, so it's just, you know, whatever you're into and I've. Or not into. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the other thing is like, if, if you're not, and that's the great thing is like about having the subjects on there is like, once you get to a certain point in our show, like you realize that we do go off the rails a lot yeah. and like we just because there's a topic doesn't mean that's the only thing we talk about because like when we schedule our episodes, we generally do blocks. Like we'll do like two or three episodes in a day. And um, like she'll text me, Hey, this is what we're doing. And like, sometimes like he'll text me like, Hey, so-and-so is coming on to talk about this. I'm like, what the fuck are we going to get an hour out of that? I've not had that thought in forever now because mm-hmm. I, we can get an hour out of anything. <laughs> and I'm not trying to sound cocky. It's just, we've done over a hundred episodes we know what we're capable of. So it's like if it's something stupid, like I like we did an episode on deodorant. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it actually ended up being really funny. Yeah. So. Well, it helped that Kelly is a, is a really. Oh, Kelly, she's hilarious. Kelly Thulis is really good. Um, so and that's been fun, too. Um, like, I think the most fun for me, uh, is at least when we started out was um it was a lot of me introducing jordan to my comedy friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's and like i made some really good friends that way that's it's, it's like here here's here's chris clem yeah here's and, the guy that and if you follow chris clem and me on social media there's plenty of interaction between the two of us yeah. well, uh, i text him all the time i love that dude and i wouldn't have known him had it not been for the podcast chris clem is very very interesting i, lo- I love chris clem he's not technically been on this show. He's on this feed because we've done a couple WrestleMania things. Yeah, uh, some are older, older episodes. But um, he, like, he has like a link kind of too with independent wrestling. Maybe, maybe yeah. like one of his closest friends is Steve Guy. But yeah, he, like he has comes to the shows yeah. and through th- through the scene, like he's met. I know a couple other people, like other wrestling fans that share his hatred for Triple H. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like I've, I've watched that <laughs> blossom. So it's like you'll see. I'll see his like connections and interactions with people. Too. He's also been a ring announcer. Chris Clem, uh, he he was not Chris Clem. He was Christopher J. Worthing, <laughs> and uh, he was a uh, ring announcer down in Dayton at a show. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, it was the headline match was uh, the main headline match. I'm still talking comedy. Sorry, the main event was <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Kamala Junior. and. Um, I want to say Dr. Voodoo. I don't remember the guy's name. I'm sorry. Um, but he, he looked like you know, white Papa Shango, basically. <laughs> um, but that was the main event. And uh, it was really funny because Clem was so much bigger than a lot of the guys. That, that's what I was just show. about to say. Like when you got your ring announcer, it was like what Clem's like, what, six, three, six, four. Oh, no, he's like six, 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 seven. Is he that tall? Jeez. Yeah. I mean, like when you have a guy that that's big, that's like just towers like that, like a. Uh, when Diamond Dallas Page was, you know, uh, was a manager. managing yeah. people, like, and he was towering over them. Yeah, so I went to that show to watch 
Clem do it and watching him beg off from people that were smaller than him was <laughs> hilarious. How, how long ago was that? Oh, God. This, uh, I think I was still on paper. So, like, 2012, 2013. Um, See, like, I became friends with him in 2011. I don't remember that. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was around that time, but I could be wrong. Um, like, it's been a long time. I know I had to ride with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know I was doing Muhammad's radio at the time because I think we went and did it after oh, the show. I remember that. So, yeah, that was um, <clears throat> that was 2010 to 2013. So um, which now I'm doing uh, crap radio with Keith Newman on uh, Sunday nights at midnight on WCSB, uh, which we actually one time that I was on. Uh, was it the first? It might have been the first time I was on uh, Clem and Matt Kane. Oh, I'm sorry, not Clem and Matt Kane. The um, what were the brother the the Cleary Cle- Cleary brothers? <laughs> Something like that. They uh, they called in from WrestleMania, like their hotel. I think it was oh, yeah, the yeah. night before WrestleMania, maybe the night after. I can't remember. And they uh, were doing British accents, and we went. We were on the phone with them. <laughs> 40 minutes. That was also the same night that I argued for an hour with a schizophrenic lady on the radio. (laughs) Yeah, that was um, some of the WCSB callers are are legitimately out of their mind. Uh, Christmas Carol is a is a regular caller on there. Uh, She unfortunately uh, she had a recent hospitalization. We've uh, Definitely had our differences over the years because she uh, showed up on her birthday one time unannounced and like to the station to the station, basically barged her way on air. And uh, like she was off her meds and like not really supposed to be out and about. And um, she got like checked in like immediately after she left the station that night. And it was not good. But uh, so I haven't really talked to her in a while but you know she was in the hospital for something like mental related so like a card was going around the last open house and yeah i signed it and like jordan fought with her on the air but i mean it's just like you know the the, there's like an antagonistic relationship with a lot of the callers there at csb because it's like you know to them it's this is like their deal they're radio callers you know yeah and you know, part of the thing that makes the show is the interaction with that you have with these callers. So regardless of whether or not you're like, oh, God, am I really platforming this Holocaust denying asshole? Um, which, you know, eventually you do have to pump the brakes because it gets like pissed off too much. Yeah. But, um, you know, that is part of the deal when you're when you're doing that station's radio. Yeah. It's, uh which is not something we actually face on the podcast, really. Like, I've never walked away from the show mad. Mm-hmm. You know, I like there's there's never that's I guess has never really happened. That never has dawned on it's, me before. It's happened to me a couple of times where I've just been like, all right, what the fuck did I just allow to happen? <laughs> um, here's a p- specific episode in particular I can think of where I was just like, oh, God damn it. Like, why did I let this asshole talk for two hours? But um you know, it's uh, we try. We're like, you know, somebody- oh, you said two hours. I was like, I was racking my brain. I was like, oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
you know, those like we're not gonna try like somebody pitch Jews at me. Like I hate Jews. And I'm like, why am I gonna? Yeah, we're not doing that. No, that's, that's <laughs> fucking stupid. Like you want to yeah. come on and you you know you hate Sheer or you hate me. By all means, we will have you on. That's not a problem. I wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) But if somebody's going to do that, we want somebody who legitimately fucking hates me, which would be great. And I could name a few people, but I like one person in particular. Like I told Sure, I was like, I never want this dude on the podcast. But like now I would consider it. Hmm. Graham. Oh, him. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, because I mean, he don't like me and I don't like him. So it's. Uh, it's, it's just what it is. Uh, there's no getting around that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but like, that's the the purpose of the the purpose of the show. Like, the, the people get turned off by like the hate thing because you know there's this toxic culture of positivity out there. <laughs> toxic um, culture of positivity. I like that. It's true. Well, it's you know like you have to think positive about everything, but you know. I've been through the system enough to know that, unfortunately, like, that's, like, in order to get, like, the gunk out, you just have to get it out. And that's, like, what we're trying to do. We're not trying to platform hateful shit. No. Like, that's not the end game here. The end game is, like, we're going to talk about this thing, and uh, you're going to feel better about it afterwards. Um, And, you know, we're going to, like... We're going to get to the bottom of it, but, you know, we're also going to have fun with it. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, that's what it's. It's just about being entertaining. It's not like. That's exactly what it is. It's just it's just entertainment. I mean, and that's. Admittedly, some of the more politically leaning episodes have been like, all right, like this is obviously existing as a platform for this particular thing. Uh, whether or not we agree with it is right. like, you know, Rob and I definitely disagree on a lot of things <laughs> when we had the walk away Democrats episode because shit. I mean, like, we I, had Ricky Melton on who's like a open Trump supporter, you know, <laughs> that I, you know, it it's crazy for me to be like, yeah, I consider Ricky a friend. But like, I mean, he didn't talk about that shit. He talked about porn, <laughs> um, Internet porn, which is. <laughs> I forgot how funny that episode is. It was actually. good. It was um, good. Well, we did get some some blowback on yeah, that one. Yes, we did. Yes, yes, we did. We've, um, we've definitely gotten some blowback on a few episodes um, because they thought that like we were platforming so and so because it's like that's not what we're trying to do. No, and if you listen to it, like Justin, I mean, you listen to it. It's like you. I mean, you only have to listen to a couple episodes to like know where sheer and i stand on shit yeah and like i would say we keep that shit pretty consistent you know what i mean yeah. and it's if you think we're platforming hate we're not like it's just entertainment man like and that's yeah. that's basically what it boils down to i mean i you know obviously we all want to, you know we're all entertainers we all want to be entertaining mm-hmm. so it's like if i have to talk to somebody about something i don't necessarily agree with People always tell me I'm funniest when I get mad. So <laughs> it it works. It you know it works both ways. <laughs> I think I think it depends on like where like hate comes from. Like I over the past like close to two years, I've tried to be more positive about shit. Yeah. Because if you like you get on social media, there's just an overwhelming negativity of like when people see something, they just want to tell you how much they hate it. Mm. Like I'll I'll use an example, and it was one of those times. Like I definitely had to like 
pull back because I have my own vi- views on it. Mm. And it's not huge. It's like when My Chemical Romance came back, I gave no fucks. Mm-hmm. I don't like My Chemical Romance. Sure. But I'll know people who, if it's like, oh, like I'm going to go to this concert, they just want to be like, well, that sucks. And some of the same people who like My Chemical Romance, like, hey, you're hyped for it. That's cool. Yeah. You're mad you didn't get tickets. I understand. But, like, if you're going to throw back, like, if I talk about what I like, like, don't don't just hate on stuff. Because there, there is this reaction. Right. Where you just want to be like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and the thing is, is, like, Sheer and I both come from punk rock to whereas we were not raised but we were conditioned to be like fuck that that's not cool yeah like that's that that was the whole part of it definitely are like that's the culture we come from i mean obviously people uh you know progress as we get older i don't still hate shit you know i don't i still bitch a lot (laughs) i don't define myself on the stuff that i don't like right yeah um it's the the i think that's the biggest change from when i was like a more active like, I just remember some of the stupid arguments that I would get in <laughs> with people when I was a teenage punk rocker. Like, I like Keith Morris, Black Flag more. You're a poser. <laughs> and dumbest shit. And like, you know, oh, you got your shirt, hot, hot, whatever. It yeah, doesn't matter. Like, I got that with ICP. Because my teenage years is when I was like really heavily into them, got back to them recently. But like during those years, it was like, well, did you get your stuff off Hatchet Gear, their website, or did you go to Hot Topic and get your shirt? Which there was mm. always a clear difference. And like I've seen like in like certain like Facebook groups, people like try to like reiterate that stuff now. And I'm like, at the end of the day, it's f- like it's just music. Like, I, the- well, I was gonna say, you know what? You know who it doesn't make a difference to. ICP because they're still getting fucking paid at the end of the day. But like it, that's like every I, I feel like like fandoms where they're oh no they're, I was, yeah 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 I was I was just saying in that specific example like at the end of the day like yeah a fan who bought it from ICP's website or a fan who bought it from Hot Topic at the end of the day ICP doesn't give a shit where who bought it when yep. they got the almighty dollar and that's yeah. what, and that's my biggest thing like as far as entertainment goes in general if you don't fucking like something vote with your wallet <laughs> don't go don't don't pay to you know don't pay for it if you don't if all you're gonna do is bitch about it that's like that's i don't understand like some like it, it happens a lot in the wrestling community mm-hmm. it's just like Huge. people just fucking well i don't like this and you like who gives a shit what you like like let people like what they like yeah you know that, yeah there's guys on shows that i go to and i'm like i don't like that person or or their politics or this or that the other thing but i'm not going to sit there and stand there and point at them and be like well fuck you i mean well i did that to nick gage for a long time but <laughs> i i respect that man um that's kind of no. your your stance change is kind of ironic i won't get into it but it's kind of ironic now oh i know no no i but i'm also the t- i'm also the type of person like i i i know i talk a lot and i talk a big game i back really? a lot <laughs> I, I back a lot of that up, but I also have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, if I'm wrong, I'll fucking say I'm wrong. Like, I think, like, me and you could have back and forth on Twitter, but I don't feel like any feelings are ever broke. No, like, not like, at all. Like, we're just fucking with each other. It's just Twitter. <laughs> it's fucking Twitter. Like, like, like the one time um, 
I've, I don't even, it was a couple months ago and I don't, I don't know what I said. And you said something back and I was like, oh, did I strike a nerve? And you were like, no, I would have texted you if you would have. And, like, yeah. and that's the thing is like, we have each other's numbers. Like if we had any legitimate beef, we could be like, okay, dude, like step off or what? We don't have that. It's not, people take shit way too seriously. I can't count the number of times I've gotten text messages over the past couple of years. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Not from Jordan. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I want to say it's when I, I was listening to the hippies episode because that got into a little bit of sublime. I think you might have thrown some juggler shit, too. Oh, I'm sure I did. So I was just like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm also a juggler and a sublime fan. Actually, I went from liking like when I went to the heavy ICP phase, uh, bad experience at the gathering got me out of it. The first band I started listening to, like getting into big, yeah. was Sublime. So, so you're a festival guy. That's okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm actually, I'm not a huge fan of concerts. No, I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you went from ICP gathering festivals, like Sublime, which is like all those, uh, there's how, you know, umpteen cover bands. And then they, yeah. the guys from Sublime have that other dude singing now. Which is basically a cover band. <laughs> I made a joke on Twitter not too long ago that I thought was fucking brilliant. I said that Long Beach Dub All-Stars is just sublime without Rome. Because <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, but, like, like going like, the wrestling community shit. Like, I just don't understand, like, you know, there's guys that I'm, I'm clearly fans of and, a, you know, a friend of or whatever. And a lot of people don't like them. And that's okay. I'm completely fine with that. But, like, I'm also not going to sit there and let people just dog them because they don't like them because of some shit they heard about them. You know what I mean? There's got to be it's, proof. Yeah, there's there's a lot there. I don't want to necessarily get I into know, it. I know. Because I'm very middle of the road. I know that you are, and that's why that's like why I don't want to overstep bounds one way yeah. or the other because I respect the show and everything. But, like, I happily... I have a controversial wrestling opinion. <laughs> Please. I, uh, Do tell. John Cena sucks? No, we've already heard it. No. <laughs> I think that uh, AIW is not going to be a nationally known, top-of-the-line, independent promotion until Steve Guy gets dropped on his head. <laughs> <laughs> you just want Steve Guy to take bumps? <laughs> yes! The greatest thing is, I know sometimes he does listen to this, so if he knows that you're on, he's probably going to listen, and I'm not going to let him know. I'm just going... It's... This is like a trap now within the episode. It's like, all right, listen, listen I'm, I'm gonna make sure. So we'll see what I happens. just want to see Steve Guy get a Death Valley driver once. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny is we fucking we record because we record in Akron, we record in Cleveland, we record right next door to him in Cleveland. <laughs> and, and there's been multiple times where we've like tried to get him on the show and he's openly admitted that he's afraid to come on the show. No, he's not. It's not, not that. afraid, but um, he just uh, he doesn't hate. Um, that's I not. I think he's afraid of sheer. No, it's <laughs> it's it's not that he's afraid of me. Steve like I've known like Steve him. for, I've known Steve since he was wearing Superman shirts at Bogey's Comedy Club in the late aughts, just starting out. And he got his little show together at the Euclid Tavern. He was the first guy in town to run roast battles mm. before that was a thing. Um, who gives him the Death Valley driver? I don't care. <laughs> Swoggle. <laughs> that uh, could probably happen. 
I mean, I watched Swaggle Body Slam fucking Magnum CK. So <laughs> I kind of want it to be Bishop. That I was thinking the same thing. I was because I initially think Justice, and I'm like, nah, you do, you don't want to repeat it with him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who would be a guy that you could see doing it? Like not Nick Gage. That that's who comes to mind. It yeah. almost would have to be like this beast bishop that is like now running wild yeah like, that would be the one it would to have to it. be like bishop or pb somebody fucking just a monstrous pb be good yeah pb be good PB. I, you know even though he's a little shorter aj because he's just <laughs> fucking scary i'm very scared of aj gray i, w- I want to see uh trailer mar try it first <laughs> <laughs> and then you have pp or uh, no, AJ stepping like no no I got it like no 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 I got it move <laughs> PB please drop Steve on his head for me yeah former guest of our show PB smooth I would former love, guest of this show too I would love but this is what we got to get to the bottom of is why is Steve got that valley driver by forty acres um, he's because white? he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> I would. He's not really. No. But <laughs> that's why. I would say the simple fact of like he's just he they lost a match and he's, <laughs> he's right there. Yeah. It's like you know what? Fuck it. Come here, Steve. Guy. Have it be like a tag title match. They got fucked out of it. Oh man, that'd be good. And then just kill Steve guy. Yeah, I'm I'm for this. Like this will get me back out in public. We should get we should get sheer kill Steve guy shirt. <laughs> One of a kind. Uh, I would wear that. <laughs> everywhere i, I would, would wear that to work <laughs> <laughs> they would get mad at me and like look you don't understand how important this is to me <laughs> this is keeping me sane man i don't even know he had heat what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i just thought steve guy was nice <laughs> he is he's a sweetheart but you just want to see him get i dropped. just want to see him get dropped on his head what? <laughs> That's fair. I would like to see PB do it. That would be. I do like your idea, though, of having each member of 40 Acres. <laughs> that would be awesome. I what mean, the- Hobo Joe got the crap beaten out of him, and I've worked with Hobo Joe a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> rest in peace, Hobo Joe. Um, the. Uh, oh, shit. I just. Oh, your fucking boy, Shaggy 2 Dope, fucking threw PB through a table. What kind of shit is that? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoop whoop <laughs> i had fun i i i saw you know highlights i was supposed to go to that show but some family shit came up that night and because i wanted to go to that show like i requested off work for it because you're down with the and clown. I get it. <laughs> down with the clown like i've said before i i respect them man they're self-made millionaires they did it all themselves that's fucking respectable they had their own merch stand set up it wasn't the full that i know that they can do but it was an abbreviated version and i was kind of like yeah, I, I kind of respect they, it. They weren't selling their own merch, though. They had to have had a merch person. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, they they brought collectively ICP a merch setup. Oh, really? Yeah. That, I was kind of <laughs> like, well, I mean, they've got enough stuff. Yeah. Just beyond. <laughs> I got a fuck ton of stuff. It's just, I don't know if I brought this up on Hateflow before, but the one thing that I that always bothered me about ICP was the fan base in that, like, a lot of what i saw out of the people that i hung out with was they were just parroting song lyrics and like other shit that they had done and there was no like original thought in the fandom and that i don't know if that's like a thing or it's just like i had like bad experience but um 
I think there is definitely within that culture of like people who want to be like them. So it is very much they try the copy and paste method. And I think it it started off working for guys like Twisted. But I feel like Twisted, like it was copy and paste briefly. And then like they started like going their own direction. So like within the same vicinity, but like going like we're going to have our own spin on stuff like, all right, Mm -hmm. you're ICP. You're going to be all about clowns and everything. Well, we're not going to be like, we'll be like horror music. Like, well, like Jeremy uh, or Jamie Madrox started like, well, I love Batman. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a song about Batman. I'm going to link us a lot to Batman. Mm. So like copy and paste to an extent. But I do know like that culture has so many like, I just want to be them. And it's like, all right, man. Like, yeah, it's then there were juggalos that showed up to like shows when I was out in Colorado and they were always awful. Like, 100% of the time, they were just there to, like, just be dicks, and we had to beat them up. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like the Juggalo culture, like, from, you know, my outside perspective, I feel like it has definitely changed in the last 20 years. Like, 20 years ago, it seemed like it was, I don't, I don't mean violent in, like, the physical aspect, but it was more violent. Now it seems just more of, like, a community. Yeah, I think it's it's evolved. Like when I went to the gathering, I had a horrible experience. Like I had my car broken into. Okay, I was gonna ask, like, what happened? My my CD collection got stolen. Oh, that sucks. And it wasn't just like, oh, I got like a couple of CDs. I had a binder. Yeah, like filled mm. with original copies and album artwork. Yeah, because I always I always kept the books. Me up, too. I always, always thought it looked cool as shit. Yeah, oh, me that too. that changed after that. Yeah, when I started rebuilding my collection, it was like just the cd or a burnt cd yeah yeah like, i'll keep it at home throw the burnt cd in there anything happens that oh i could just burn another one right good. right right i started uh just throwing away the jewel case and the artwork because like i just can't i i, I always have a stuff purge every couple of years <laughs> for one reason or another Everything but wait <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, no, this, I'm never, I'm probably never purging weight again. I'm the fattest I've ever been right now. So, so am I, I, I like, I, I, I just, I tease. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I've gained 15 pounds this past year. Yeah, me too. And I say since being here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's possible too. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I clicked on heavy set three, three Oh, and all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> he, blew, he blew up to 330 pounds. <laughs> I used to have people ask me when I started doing that because, like, Heavy Sec actually came from my rap name. Okay. A friend of mine gave me because he was, like, just randomly one day because I had names that just didn't work. Like, my first one was WrestleManiac because I thought that <laughs> obviously being a wrestling fan, I thought that was cool. And then I, I went back and forth with a couple other ones. And then one day he was like, dude, I got a perfect name. I'm like, what? He's like, Heavy Set. And I'm like, that kind of has a ring to it. Yeah. It and, does. And then when I got on, I think, MySpace. And everything and like you start having like create your own like URL for stuff and yeah. like your own screen name like a little bit more. Um, I couldn't go with my real nickname for a lot of people, which is fat ass, because <laughs> that won't fly on like online for certain things. So I was like, all right, I can't do that. So I went into heavy set and then I'm like, well, like, how do I differentiate it? I'm like, well, I'm from 330 area code. But I had so many people ask me like within whether it was like through Xbox or people would just see that like, are you 330 pounds? No, and then that was back when I was be like two sixty. I've last way it was north of three hundred, but I don't think I've ever 
actually hit 330. <laughs> but it's been like, well, I, I can throw a spit wad at it a couple times. <laughs> like when we followed each other, I knew immediately it was the area code. Like I'm like, I never once thought like, yeah, did, oh, he weighs 30 pounds. Like who's like, that's their like, oh, you know what? I'm going to tell people how much I weigh. Like, unless you're like fucking Yoko's. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell people how much I weigh. Or like also too, like you have to maintain a weight. Yeah, exactly. Like, that I is got, hard. I, I gotta stay at a constant three thirty. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to stay at a constant three thirty? Oh, I, I, I don't. Ugh. I'm nowhere close to that. I can't imagine. Anymore. I know <laughs> if I get to three thirty, I'm gonna be on a rascal. Like, <laughs> now that is a gimmick I'd pay to see. I'm just seeing sheer roll up to do a recording. <laughs> mm. I'm ready. Yeah. When I start my wrestling career, he'll be my manager. Yeah. Come out on a rascal, cutting a promo like, yeah. a, like a trashier Paul Heyman. Yeah, I'll be. It's, it'll be a cross between uh, between Paul Heyman and Dutch Mantel. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Always cut a promo about why the building isn't uh, wheelchair accessible. <laughs> oh my God! I actually. I did a um, we the handicapped. <laughs> I did a, a a benefit for um, the MS Society um, at the uh, the temple, which is a Masonic temple over yeah. in Cleveland. Um, they they've had like a bunch of different weird events there over the years. I don't think they can do wrestling there. Yes, they did. Which which yeah. one? Not the one downtown. Okay, this that is the one they one on, did ECW at the one downtown. This is the one on the near west side on Franklin. Oh, like right in Ohio City. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To me, that means nothing. Okay. <laughs> I grew up in Rutstown. Three three zero over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Three hundred and thirty over here. Um, but like, because Absolution Ten was at Masonic Temple, but I, which one? I don't. I don't. It was. Know. It had to have been the one on on Franklin because the one uh, downtown is really big. Like okay, it's then. it's bigger than the one on Franklin. Yeah, well, this uh, the the one on Franklin has several different like showrooms yes. and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I don't know. Maybe like, did it have like marble stairs when you went in? It's been a while. I'm gonna like try to look up the event flyer because it's uh, Absolution Ten was 2015. We're almost uh, five years. I don't I don't know if it was the spot. Um, but at any rate, so I'm doing this event for the uh, the MS Society. Uh, I the reason I did it is because the Cleveland Comedy Festival was that was around the same time. So I was like, well, if I can link these two together, then I can get comics from the Cleveland Comedy Festival. And then like I was doing it with Mandy Lee. So she had like some other things uh, going on. So she got like burlesque dancers and uh, music act and like it, it turned into a whole long thing. Um, but uh, it's um, so it was this spot? It was the Ohio City one. OK. Yeah. Uh, they don't have wheelchair accessibility at all. Yeah. And one of the guys, the Cleveland Comedy Festival sent me is in a freaking wheelchair and i had to like put him on a different show because it's like i'm sorry i realize you we're doing can't this come to the ms benefit yeah and when she he posts it online it's like how are you guys going to do an ms benefit <laughs> in a place that isn't handicapped accessible and i'm like i look awesome. i i'm sorry <laughs> um it ended up not i i ended up raising more money on my own than the show did but that's neither here nor More there. More money on his own for his own pockets. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to pay those wheelchair bucks. 
No, it was, uh, man, it, it was like, uh, I just look <laughs> a lot, a lot of the shows that I've done over the years, I have some regrets about, there are definitely some regrets about that show. Besides the fact that I'm doing an MS benefit, a place with no wheelchair accessibility, <laughs> and then I'm paying out X amount of dollars for this service that I can't, it was. I really like the people that work there, uh, but our relationship suffered because of that show. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Let's we'll leave it at that. You mentioned 330 over here. That kind of reminds me of something like we've never like officially talked about. And I, I want to get this from two people like you. Um, what is the hatred of Akron from Cleveland? I don't. Because especially you, so many times you'd be like, oh, like, you know, fuck Akron. And I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with Akron? And this coming from a dude who grew up, like, outside in a little bumpkin town in Brittstown. I, like, all right, so I've lived, I've lived in four counties in Northeast Ohio. I, from 10 until, from 10 until 14, I lived in Akron. And then from 16 until 20, I lived in Akron. Um, spent a lot of time in Akron in my early and mid twenties. Um, my hate for Akron is not for the city because some of my really good friends are from Akron. Um, it's more, uh, the people that I fucked and not wanting to see them. Um, I, so I often will call Akron enemy territory. Um, but I don't really, I, cause there's a lot of things about Akron that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really good food places. Um, there's, I've been to some really cool shows in Akron. Um, there, I love a lot of the architecture in Akron, just like the old rundown yeah. look of it, the rubber city shit. Um, there's bands from Akron that I fucking love. Um, I feel though that in like the eighties and nineties, there was a very, there was a very like Akron was, you know, like I've heard people say the armpit of America and stuff like Cleveland's little bastard brother. And like, I love Akron and like, <laughs> there's, I love Akron. Youngstown exists. I don't need to hate Akron. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll which, put- which, which, I mean, uh, Youngstown, I've always called West Pittsburgh. <laughs> Fair enough. That's uh, there's less bridges, but <laughs> and it's not as terrible to drive around Youngstown as it is Pittsburgh. But uh, I lived in Akron for a long time. Um, when I started comedy, I lived in Akron, mm-hmm. and uh, I ran shows in Akron, and uh, I wanted to, you know, I was going to keep living here uh, if things didn't go south the way they did with. Uh, with uh, going to jail and all that, but um, it's uh, <sighs> Jews are still aliens here, man, <laughs> and um, it's uh, it's really exhausting. Yeah, and um, I it's it's something that I really haven't been able to escape, no matter where I go, mm-hmm. uh, except like Cleveland, because. You know, I grew up in Cleveland like we have our spaces and people like know enough about us that they're not like, you know, look at me like I'm some sort of goddamn weirdo because like, you know, I don't have fucking Christmas lights and I don't want your goddamn Christmas decorations. Um, you know, Justin loves Christmas, right? <laughs> hmm. 
What? I, <laughs> actually, the funny thing is, like, I'm I'm anti like putting up Christmas lights. I know you are because <laughs> like even my my fiance like should we we get to the point of getting house? She's like, well, I want to. We should decorate. And I'm like, we. <laughs> I'm like, we could put up stuff in, but like lights. Mm, I don't know about that. No, because then you have to take them down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's Has a, nobody seen Christmas vacation? It's uh, there's a guy. Sadly, I, I think I live. I lived out in East Lake, and there was a guy that had his Christmas lights up all year round which like i i was like is that guy like a a big old acid head or something and then like this old trucker just comes out going screaming fucking dagos fucking dagos so i'm like oh he's not on acid he's just out of his mind <laughs> so are you sure that wasn't you <laughs> uh i mean like i wanted to go make friends <laughs> but he was like no don't, don't. that guy's crazy <laughs> so yeah i mean like i i think Honestly, I think a lot of what it stems from is, like, people don't want to travel down here to, like, do shows and shit. Even, like, when there is, like, a decent thing going on. But, like I said before, like, I love the Tadmore Shrine AIW shows. They're fucking awesome. When I ran shows here, the only way I could get comics from Cleveland to come to Akron is if I paid them out. Um, Like, more than you would normally get. Yeah. Um, You know, because it's just, like... Even though, honestly, like it takes us less than an hour, yeah, to get here mm-hmm. from uh, from your from spot, Cleveland, yeah, yeah, from because we both live around the same neighborhood. Yeah, we're like we're Cleveland proper. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it it doesn't take that long to get here. <laughs> when I lived in Akron, I would go up to Cleveland to do shit because mm-hmm. like I had to. Like that was the only like there was if I wasn't running a show in Akron in the, like the mid two thousands. And the funny stop wasn't doing anything like that was it, like as far as stage time in Akron. So I had to go to Cleveland like I didn't have a choice. And um, now things have changed, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that is because people are less chicken shit about being banned from the funny stop because they realize, oh, well, like who gives a shit? Like I can get more time than the like four times a year I'm going to work at the funny stop. How many times you've been banned? How many he's times still have I been blocked? Uh, yeah, I'm still blocked on Twitter. But Even that's, though he's doing a show there Tuesday. Yeah, I'm doing a show there Tuesday, and uh, I, I thought it was funny. I heard Pete say one time that like he only follows comedians, and I looked at my friend and said, "Bullshit, he follows me." <laughs> and I'm not a fucking comedian, but he he knows me too because I'm friends with Clem. Yeah, mm. and like I'm actually like my best friend is like someone who is banned from uh, Funny Stuff. Oh and, really? Yeah, and like because he's like. You, you, uh, you, Chris Clem friend, and I'm like, no, like my best friend's Bill Spork. No, you, Chris Clem friend, and I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> what uh, Spork get banned for this time? I, I, I don't know. Is he still banned or not? I mean, this is a while since we had that conversation. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, well, he doesn't really. He, has, yeah. he, he kind of doesn't really do comedy anymore. Yeah, I've noticed. Um, like he came out to the gyro a couple times, and I saw him there. But I mean, he's got things to do. Like I get it. Yeah. I mean, like. It's the same with Sean. Like, Sean just had a new baby. So, like, you've mm-hmm. seen Sean out and about? Not really. Um, it's, like, it's the way it goes. You got a new baby. You like this new baby. Um, but, uh, no, I got banned. Um, I had a soft ban because Pete found out that I was the guy running all the shows. The way he put it is I was doing comedy up the street. 
because the first show I ever started putting together was at Max McHugh's, which is now gone. Yeah. Uh, it's in the Valley. Um, was in the Valley next to McMoo's, mm-hmm. um, like right at the, like basically across from like Papa Joe's. Yeah. Um, I did a bi-weekly there, which turned into a weekly weekend show because uh, it ended up doing real well. And then I ran... So he was real mad about that because it was like 10 minutes away from the funny stop. So I had a soft band for that. I got a hard band. Um, I was supposed to feature for Rob Allen and uh, no, not feature. I was hosting. Um, buddy of mine uh, made a, uh, a Facebook page for Pete. Uh, it, it was obviously not Pete because the name was Pete funny stop Aziz Muhammad. <laughs> not pete's name it was a fake page but he would get messages from comics trying to get booked at the funny stop which was hilarious and like all he was doing was just posting like stupid little pete sayings like comedy is tough and seeing like who liked it and like no guest spots tonight just like he's just being like dumb online and Pete, which, which is Pete on Twitter, like yeah, <laughs> can be very dumb online. Yeah, it's, it's this is like pre-Pete getting online though. He oh, had okay. no online presence when oh, this was going even on. Better none. Like he didn't. There was no funny stop Facebook page even at the time. Like this was like <laughs> completely new ground for him. And then pete found out about this because like somebody came up and thought it was him and it's like hey why didn't you respond to him and it's like what did you mean i'm not on the and pete lost his goddamn mind and went ballistic and like th- tried to like get a hold of the cops and like oh sue people to find out who this is <laughs> and like there were like old people that were trying to snitch and it was all bad so so that's why Cleveland hates Akron. <laughs> so this was this was like not a Cleveland person that was doing this. So um, my friend uh, like puts a reply to one of my posts. It just says, Jeremy Shear, not funny. So my response to that was because I knew it wasn't him was no, but keep working me or I'll fuck your kids. <laughs> so Pete saw that. And said, I'm going to call the cops on you and you're not coming here anymore. Goodbye. Like, it, like I got a message from one of the servers there and it's like, Pete wants you to call him. And like I had that conversation with him over the phone. I was banned there for uh, uh, till 2013 when I finally apologized. And <laughs> it took me a while to like be like, all right, I have to. Drama and wrestling, drama and comedy. There's just drama and entertainment, man. It wasn't like really drama. It was just like it was my idiot friend being an idiot. <laughs> and uh, I don't think he ever found out who did it, which That's like even better. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the person ended up like this was like a stepping stone to bigger projects. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sheer at the funny stop <laughs> with the computer. <laughs> it, it was not me. <laughs> Um, I, I was there when a few of the posts were made and like giving feedback, but I, it was not me. I hope somebody laughed at my clue joke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was it wasn't drama. It was just like I didn't feel like I had to apologize because I was joking. Mm-hmm. And like then I started like things started to clear up in my head around 
2013. It took me a while for it to finally like go finish clicking, but it was like, you know, you're just like being difficult for the sake of being difficult. And like the reason that you don't care is because you're on drugs. So like just fucking apologize to the man and be done with it. And then like we've been fine ever since, aside from like a few fights that we've had over unrelated matters. <laughs> um, but it's just, you know, it's Pete and I disagree. Um, but it doesn't like in the long run, it's like we're in the same business. So it's just we got to if we want to work together, we got to figure out how to coexist. And like, you know, we do that and we're cordial and um, that's just what it is. But like there were there were some times where like I was like <laughs> fucking going at him on like that's why I'm blocked on Twitter because I was just going after him for no reason. He's afraid to unblock you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, because he's worried I'm just going to start like fucking like going after him again. You've been unblocked. Fuck you, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's worried that's gonna happen. Like I don't fucking. I don't, I don't. I'm gonna create an, a new dirty shear account <laughs> and then just start going at Pete. Dirtier shear. Mm. Dirtier shear. <laughs> there was a clean Jeremy shear account for a while. Oh uh, that was another friend of mine that that made that as a as a goof and then didn't really keep up with it because it it was funny for like a week. And then, it, like, stop being funny. But yeah, was, mock accounts are not. They were funny for a minute, and then it just died. There was a, he made that, and then another person Although made... Although Vince McMahon Googling is a great account. I was about to yeah, say, like, that, there was that. That's a good one. There's been, like, a handful of wrestling ones that, like, can do it, but, like, you have to be consistent. Oh, yeah. And somebody made uh, Jeremy Shear's dick. That was, uh, that was a Facebook page oh, for a while. I love that, because... Uh, they would direct message people splooge <laughs> because wasn't Anthony Savat married to the, married to that page for a while? I think he was. I think he was because that's what was what was hilarious. The best was like the person oh. that made it like couldn't keep a straight face, and then like, oh, hey, so what do you good. think of it? <laughs> hey, hey, I made it. That's <laughs> like great. I know, but it was. Uh, that was a thing for a while. Like, was, somebody made a people Jeremy Shearer is going to stab page. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that one. That was for That got dumb. taken down pretty quick, though, didn't it? I think it's still up. Is it? Um, it's just, It still has that stupid picture of me with the, like, the awful hair and the mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, and the machete. Um, no, the, the things that make Jeremy Shearer poop uh, page got taken down because the person that i that made it and i had a falling out so they changed it into reasons why jeremy shear is an asshole <laughs> so it got taken down which i'm now a moderator on <laughs> no people jeremy shear is gonna stab is still up <laughs> wow oh i like that that flies that's good yeah well there's like by now you have to Know that I'm half serious. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be full serious. Now you only have serious. I'm, I'm medicated again, so things are... <laughs> <laughs> he only wants to stab half the people that he used to want to stab. Okay, well, Thanos. Okay, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's been like twice this past couple months that somebody's been like, hey, you're getting stabby. <laughs> he was going to say, there's been twice this afternoon where I've wanted to stab people. He's been like four times a day, so. 
That would be good because he's been around us for the yeah. most this afternoon. I don't want to stab either of you. It wouldn't work. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger knife. <laughs> knife, I need a fucking sword. Have you ever, you ever tried to cut blubber? <laughs> just... Jeremy just wants to cut us open and make candles. <laughs> Jeremy's going to walk out of here going, I got a strange craving for bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Beef bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Beef bacon's good. Beef bacon uh, is very good. So be just bacon in general. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it comes from a pig. <laughs> Give a shit. So if uh we're gonna compare comedy and wrestling, is hilarities the AIW of Cleveland? Is hilarities the AIW Yeah, I guess that would be a fair comparison. <laughs> that would be a fair comparison. Would that uh, be the venue where we see Steve Guy get <laughs> Steve works there now, doesn't he? What, hilarious? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I heard that he did. I mean, he works at the Funny Stop. Um, I, <laughs> I just saw he headlined Funny Stop on Halloween. Um, That's true, yeah. Um, he does stuff at the Alex a lot um, with, uh, with Comedic CLE. Uh, I don't know if he works at Pickwick yet. Uh, I know he works at the Improv whenever, like... They have a wrestling guy come through. Steve works. Yeah, because he's one of the best ones to go hand in hand with that. Yeah, I know Clem opened for Foley. Foley, which I was pumped when that happened. Like yeah. it couldn't happen to any better uh, to a better guy. Yeah, he got he got me in to see uh, Foley and Levy the one time that they did the grog shop, and that was like right when Foley figured out that he shouldn't be trying to write stand up, which was good mm-hmm. because he's just an amazing storyteller. That's all he needs yeah, to do. but my favorite was when he got mad at people for criticizing his stand up. I was like, how dare you criticize? I was like, because you suck, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but just because you're a good storyteller doesn't mean you're going to be a good joke writer. It's like, it's completely different art, and his jokes were trash. So it's like, you know, it's a different skill set. Yeah. It's like, just what it is. So once he figured that out and started doing what he's doing now, all is well. Well, like when I hosted when I hosted my open mic, I mean, like I would tell some jokes, but I mean, if you go back, because it was kind of like a, it, there was it was definitely wrestling themed. You know, we called it rowdy rally comedy, and ba- basically because it was at like some trash fucking bar, half of the show was me cutting promos on the fucking audience members or other comics. I wasn't even telling jokes. I was just being, I was cutting promos. That's all I was doing. Man. Uh, I do not miss those shows. <laughs> I miss the, I miss the fact that I could get pickled eggs. That was my, my, my favorite part about those shows. That, and that somebody got shot when accidental tried to do show there. <laughs> that's what, that's what happens when you step on my turf. <laughs> you get shot by my Irish mob friends. That's what happens. That made me laugh a lot. <laughs> he just got out of jail. Good for him. I still talk to his brother. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story, though. Acc- <laughs> accidental uh, comedy stepped on my turf on Thanksgiving, and I did not go to the show. And my friend, who's literally connected to the Irish mob, who was a regular there because I worked at that bar, fucking shot somebody in the leg that night. <laughs> just because. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've heard this story. It's, yeah, it's, it's true. Because it's, 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 I love it so you much. You know, and you know what's funny is like TM Francis choked somebody out. 
uh, Laura Partlow fucking almost fought a 350 pound Puerto Rican. I mean, like, dude, I hosted the most, I hosted the ECW of open mics. I mean, this was, this was on an episode, like right after you guys came back. Was it? I'm having, I'm trying to like look through like which one is it, but obviously this was where it like goes, then it goes off the rail, but you know, they like on a tangent and I can't remember. I know I were. Here's the thing that I remember about certain podcasts. Sometimes if certain topics get mentioned or my reaction to something, mm. I'll remember where I was driving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, yeah. And I, and I was in Pennsylvania for that one. Yeah. I remember hearing it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it was when I was behind on the show, too, is right after the return. So, sure. like, I was catching up. So, we're talking, like, it's like an August episode. Okay. Right so, on. I want to sw- – I swear I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I've, I've told that story here and there. Like, I mean – I, it's they're they're just good ones, man. They're like there's so much that happened at that show, like over the course of the year that we did it. That I'm happy it only if it had had it lasted more than a year, maybe a few of us might be dead. Probably. <laughs> I think the the that wasn't like the. I did a show at Sam's Tavern in Mogador for a while. Okay, and uh, one day the mayor's son got out of jail. Mm. And decide he was going to drink away his uh, his troubles at Sam's Tavern that mm. night. And he just decided that he was going to get in everybody's face <laughs> for no reason. I'm the uh, mayor's son. No, of a small fa- little freaking town. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we found out later who it was. But uh, the bartender had to literally carry him out. But uh, oh, my buddy Mike Wypasek, Mr. Sunshine, was the feature act that night. And... He mentioned that uh, he was a lawyer, and the guy's like, that's not funny. I was just in jail, <laughs> right up in his face. And that's when he finally got, because he was about to fucking hit him. And that <laughs> Sunshine, was terri- about that. <laughs> Sunshine was terrified. Sunshine was terrified. But, uh, man, it's just, he just had the, the wild look in his eye of somebody that was, like, looking for a reason to fight. And uh, that that was that kid that night. Call he, Thor and book him. <laughs> <laughs> he actually kind of looked like Nick Gage. <laughs> well, kind of makes sense. But uh, I think shorter. I, I remember the guy was shorter than me. Um, and I'm only 5'7", so he was fucking short. <laughs> um, yeah, I've uh, I've gotten in fights at, at shows and shit. It's, it's just... Like, uh, it's it's always alcohol related as people get too drunk and they take things too seriously or not seriously enough. And then, you know, just at me next time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on the uh, t- not taking things seriously enough. <laughs> I thought when shit went when it went to shit, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Well, sometimes it was, but then, like, sometimes, like, you let things go to shit too much, and then people think they can get away with things, and that's how you get black people getting called the N-word at your show. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I completely forgot about it. Yeah, that was not cool. Yeah. That was that, not cool. That fucking happened. Yeah, and it, it, it fucking happens at other places, too, because you, you, you know, you can't give people an inch sometimes. And, like, that's why I, I always worry about MGF because it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, Jewish. Dude, I watched and I was watching an episode of MLW last week where he came out and um, 
somebody like went to touch. I it had to have been a plant because he spit right in the dude's face, and like Chelsea was even like, "That's too far." I was like, "That had to be a plant." Like, it, like spitting in somebody's face is like that's. I mean, it's assault on a police officer. So like. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard about a guy in Philly that's like fucking pressing charges on a guy because he spit in his face. And I'm like, you bitch. Why are you calling the cops because you got spit on? Oh, I've been spit on so many times. <laughs> you deserve it. I mean, sometimes I did, sure. I'm just hoping Not- one one day somebody's going to spit on you and you're going to get hepatitis. Well, no, that's the thing is, like, I follow the fat Mike rule. Like, don't spit on me, man. You get hepatitis that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I figure with you, it's like, yeah, you've got spit on a lot, but that's mostly from just Chelsea. <laughs> She's just fucking, I'm sleeping. She spits on me. <laughs> no, I figure that's hey. what you're into. You're just like, yeah, do it. Just spit on me. <laughs> spit on my mouth. <laughs> That's disgusting. I can't have MJF here talking shit to me. Just spit on me. Oh, I need it. <laughs> I don't, Call me uh, fat. <laughs> I I know people that are really into getting spit in their mouth. And and I, dude, people are into some, I don't want to say weird shit, but what I would consider weird shit. But hey, if it floats your boat and you're not hurting anybody, well, that doesn't want to be hurt. <laughs> D- by all means, do your thing. Yeah. I just don't have to look it up on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I mean... Uh, if it, I stumble across it and fall down a rabbit hole, that's on me. <laughs> the, the the main problem that I've been discovering lately is the site that I use will have a random category that comes up when I load up the page. And instead of, like, immediately just going to my go-to, I'll look at the random category for a minute. <laughs> yeah, see what, let's go. What's going on here? Yeah. I bet you I know what Marty Jannetty watches. <laughs> Stepdaughter and father porn. Ugh. That shit was weird. Yeah. That shit was real. And there was people defending that, too. I'm like, that's not okay. He raised her. That's fucked up. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I broke sheer again. <laughs> He he wants to put Marty through the window. <laughs> Come to the barbershop, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't bring Brutus. I mean, like I, I raised I raised a girl now guy, uh, but I just I don't get it. <laughs> it's, it it do, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, and it, I don't know. I people, you know, or don't kink shame. Like I like I. I, Look, I don't even want to. I don't want to go down that road because I'm going to say right. something that's going to get us in trouble. So okay, I'm just not going here's to. the thing: <laughs> kids are disgusting. Yeah. You have to yell at them until they're like 20 <laughs> to like even clean shower. themselves. Even then, yeah. <laughs> and I should still be getting yelled at. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> like it's and like, I just turned 32. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I pick you up. It's like I smell teenage girl. <laughs> Were you listening to Alkaline Trio again, Jordan? <laughs> smell like you got shit in your vagina, motherfucker. Even um, wiping front to back. Um, but no, that's like uh, you have that kind of relationship with somebody where you're like, no, nope, can't nope. have it. Nope, I'm checked out at that point. Yep. Like I can't empathize. So Woody Allen, he uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> Woody Allen, like, Roman I, Polanski. I had a 
big fight with somebody about Woody Allen because they were trying to explain to me how that was okay. And I'm like, fuck you. How would you feel if I fucked your son in five years? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know how I feel about that. And I'm, I know exactly how you'd feel about that. You'd be like, how dare you? You, or he looked up to you like, yeah, now he's looking down at the floor, bitch. <laughs> so that was the end of that argument. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're Jewish, but you're not a director of boring movies. <laughs> no, no. Just a director of weird sketches. <laughs> <laughs> director of weird shit in general. And then movies that we, we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> we don't know what, what VHS is he's hiding. I am uh, a camcorder. I am. Uh, I'm looking at getting into the mess industry. <laughs> <laughs> that ended up being way more fun than I thought it would. So. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's start to wrap the show up with a little segment we like to have called Fave Five Questions. So in honor of Booker T, there are six. Mm. So <laughs> you can't do a spinner room. No, I cannot. <laughs> no, I can't. You can probably do a cinnamon roll, but that's it. <laughs> I can do the churro. That's just roll on the ground. <laughs> Oh, and there's yeah. dust on the ground. I can do the cinnamon roll icing. That's about it. <laughs> Splooge! <laughs> uh, question number one. Uh, this will be interesting because I've never had it where there was two people here. Okay. So yeah, you'll have your own answers. Rank the fast food chicken nuggets between McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's. Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King. Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's. What? I hate McDonald's. Is uh, every time I eat McDonald's... Did the clown touch you? <laughs> I mean, that's besides the point. Uh, every time I eat McDonald's, it's basically like having a laxative. Ronald just fucked him because he looks like the Grimace. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I was thinking, don't mention the, the ball pit because he's going to... He has really bad flashbacks to a different McDonald's ball pit. All I can tell you about the ball pit is... <laughs> I know how many of those balls I could fit in my mouth. <laughs> and, and this is why they don't have them. <laughs> yeah, but no, McDonald's is like a laxative. It's garbage. The only time the only time I eat McDonald's is when like I've got something I've got to work out. Like <laughs> when I need to have diarrhea, I eat McDonald's. Well, like uh, I'm uh, I had the I had McDonald's the other day. Because, like, I was falling asleep at work, so I said, I'm going to have this piece of, uh, they had cheese sticks of um, pepper jack cheese. Okay. And I felt like I was going to die after eating this pepper jack cheese because I'm I'm lactose intolerant. And it's spicy. And, and it's spicy. So I went and got McDonald's so I could just work it out of my system real <laughs> fast. And it worked. <laughs> I had a Big Mac and, like... Three minutes after I ate the Big Mac, I was I was on the shitter. The, and funny, it was, the funny thing is, I felt like I've been more like that with Burger King, mm. where it's just like, oh, let me eat a Whopper. Oh, guess shit. Dude, Burger King straight up smells the same way going in as it does coming out. I swear to God. My ex used to say that Burger King onions are B.O. smell. They are. They are. Burger King and Subway have the most potent onions of any place ev places ever. Yeah. I always get no onions. Yeah, me too. I, or I stuff. pick them off. I ate yeah. a Whopper last week. It was all right. 
Yeah, I just, um, I don't know. I grew up with Burger King because my mom liked it because she said that the uh, fountain Coke, fountain diet Coke, was the best at Burger King. So I would always have which to which is not true because the fountain Coke at McDonald's is the best penultimate Coke. Well, we hated McDonald's because of the whole whatever Burger thing. King Solomon. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> For me, though, I always loved uh, McDonald's ketchup. Oh. I hate ketchup. Really? I hate ketchup. I, I, I see where you're getting at, though. Yeah. Because everybody always they're, it's they're like, it's Heinz. I'm like, have you looked at that package? <laughs> it doesn't. Like, trust me, Heinz is so big. Like, that fucker is going to be plastered on there at some point. Mm. It's McDonald's brand ketchup. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different. It's sweeter. I will believe you guys. <laughs> I I used to like. Uh, there was a time when I ate fries, and so I I liked McDonald's fries. Yeah, but you know that's again. <laughs> Good company's fries are the best fries in the world. They're fucking fantastic. I'm trying to remember if I've had the fries. I've had a lot. I want to say I did. Last time I was there, I think I had fries. They're like blanched and then fried. So they got like that crispy outer shell to them. Yeah. They're fucking great. Me and Chelsea went there last night for Valentine's Day dinner. Awesome. Even though it's a work. It is. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. But I was like, I'll take you out to dinner. At least you didn't go to Applebee's. Did you? Did I? Dude, me, me and you are like both like I have a hatred for that place because this is what i what I've, I've explained to people like whatever you like at applebee's there's another restaurant that does it better go there yeah i have pictures of a valentine's dinner from applebee's with me and my kid and my ex <laughs> i thought it was <laughs> gonna be Facebook. just you <laughs> all right so i will before we get on the next question i will tell this as quick as i can so for christmas um chelsea's family who i absolutely love mm-hmm one of her aunts and uncles got us uh, a gift. And I'm, you know that I'm staunchly against Applebee's. Like, if, if you follow me on Instagram or on Twitter, you know I don't fucking like Applebee's if you're a friend of mine. I've talked about it a lot. So anyway, we get a we get a gift card and Chelsea and I both give each other a look when we open it up and we both start laughing. Like, mm-hmm. not in front of them, but we just both shot each other like that. Oh, fuck, man. We gotta, we have to. And I had not been to an Applebee's in like five years because it's disgusting. So, we're driving around one night shopping and she, and I was like, well, what do you want to get to eat? Blah, blah, we're going back and forth. She's like, well, I have that Applebee's gift card. And I'm like, fuck, we do have to use that thing. So, we go in there. Waiter was fine, you know, just, you know, I had no complaints about the service, just the food. Like, so we got like a two for 20 or whatever they do. You get an appetizer with it. Got mozzarella sticks. It tasted like fucking chemicals. It just tasted like chemicals. It was disgusting. Mm -hmm. And then I got what they called riblets, which I'm pretty sure was just hamburger meat that was pressed together and slathered in barbecue sauce. But the kicker was within five minutes of us getting there. There was almost like if there was a sister movie made of Talladega Nights when Gary Cole gets kicked out of the Applebee's, <laughs> that happened. Because you know how they have like a lot of those chain restaurants now have that thing you can pay at the table? And they don't tell you that, though. They just assume people know this dude who was probably 66, 67, lost his shit. He was like, I just want to pay my fucking bill. Just losing his shit. Drunk as fuck, 
And um, the manager came over and was like, sir, sir, you you know, you pay on this. Thing. I just want to pay my fucking bill. Don't call me, sir. And I was like, oh, my God. So we walked out of there and I was like, well, at least I will always remember the last time I was at Applebee's. I've had a couple bad experiences, two in general. And I'll try to go over really quick. One, uh, and this was like when I first started to have issues. It was, uh, was I was part of a big party right after my niece's dance recital. And like, that's where we all decided to go. And me and my ex, we got like the two for 20 or whatever. And I knew the waitress, went to school with her and everything. Mm -hmm. And I had a little bit of cash on me. So I was like, all right, I'll put cash down. So it's like that. And then like card, like everything goes on the card. I didn't realize till I got home, she took the money as a tip. Wow. And she knows me. Yeah. Could have asked to double check. Took it as a fucking tip. I didn't th- tell like I was thinking back in my head, like when I actually put down the tip and everything. And I was like, oh, my God, that total. She took it as a fucking tip. What the fuck? And then the other end of the spectrum of like this was like one of the last times I was like, all right, I'm done here. Because <laughs> like it'll start off like this sounds like I was the asshole. But it's like I think it's them. It was w- w- me and my ex went to an Applebee's and it was right before closing. But all the thing we wanted was dessert. Mm. So I figured. In and out, like I want milk. I forget what my my ex got, and then we were just wanted simple dessert shit. It might even within like a half hour before closing. Yeah, it took like fifteen minutes for a server to come get get our order, <laughs> and I'm like, all I want is fucking like I'm not coming here to get a full meal, and you gotta still work and everything. I'm like, no, I want a dessert. This is gonna be quick. This is gonna be easy money. After that, I've been like, no, like there's three restaurants I won't go to. Yeah, Applebee's, BW Threes, and Olive Garden. Fair enough. 2008. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's shown us the, yeah, the, the Applebee's picture. photo. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's like Applebee's, like if there's anything you want, like if you're in the mood for hamburger, well, go, go to Red Robin. Like, yeah. Love, love, love yeah. Hamburgers. Um, all, and like everything like that. So it's like if you want something. BW3, that they, you want wings, go to Quaker Steak, dude. A, that's why I don't like. Like there's people that love BW3. So I'm like, have, have you had Quaker Steak? I've mm. never had bw3 and not gotten diarrhea immediately <laughs> and then olive garden is just like just go get real italian yeah, yeah. I, I can cook better italian food and i don't have italian blood in me if you if you live in akron go to luigi's yeah yeah, yeah what, sure. what italian doing not going to luigi's anyway <laughs> oh, i love luigi's i, I need to go soon it's i need fun. pizza from there <laughs> next time we're out here <laughs> yeah. i was about to be like george's doing a detour <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, let's go. Question number two. Uh, we can just kind of talk about this today's nice, uh, transition. Wings, bone in or out? Bone in, bone out. But I also have dentures, so yeah. So you like chicken nuggets? Bone in. <laughs> you don't like chicken wings? That's white meat. Bone, bone out or boneless wings? It's not even dark meat. It's fucking white meat. Look. Eating stuff off the bone is very difficult for me right now. So if I'm going to enjoy a bite-sized fried chicken thing, it's going to not have bone in it. I'll, I'll give you my chicken bone. <laughs> I've heard good reasons why. Some it's just like, well, they're, they, they are less messy. 
there is the like well you get more meat and i'm like eh, i don't know it depends on who's yeah your way you're getting those because yeah. i've seen some pretty meaty fucking oh yeah yeah where it's just like oh you're like oh you're getting your miser but then i've seen ones like yeah uh nibble 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 you're done yeah but there there are some uh people that i've dated in the past that part of the deal with going out for me was i had to get chicken wings because they like to watch me eat chicken wings off the bone because i would pick them <laughs> all the way clean but that is no longer possible. I mean, I can like I'll you know the the flats, you know the mm-hmm. like the actual wing part. I just take that bad boy, stick one in, and pull all the meat out. It's clean. As much as I hate you, sometimes like that's why we're friends because I do the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> Trust me, it's like if I could get like a bucket of just flats, like mm. people would be like, "Where the fuck did it go?" I'd be like, "I ate them all." Choo, 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 yeah. Choo, choo, choo. yeah, I love the flats are the best. I'm, I'm like, it's like an inverted pest dispenser for me. <laughs> Watch it in reverse. I'm I'm putting the, the I'm putting a bone in my mouth, pulling out a wing. <laughs> I didn't understand the, like, why that was so hot. And this is like, ooh, I can't wait for you to do that to my clit. Like, no, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what's going on in there. (laughs) Yeah, if you can eat wings good, you can eat pussy good. (laughs) Here you go. I don't know if it. it oh, that there you perfect. Go. I don't there know. We go. I don't know if it picked up on the on audio. I'll try to like edit it so you can, but you probably won't. Uh, my fiance from the bedroom goes true. <laughs> so there you go. That's canon now. Wrestling cheers canon. Um, question number three: Best physical portrayal of the Joker. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I loved. Joaquin Phoenix, but Heath Ledger. I mean, I still have to watch Joaquin Phoenix. It's good. It's we actually had a conversation about this before we came over, but uh, with Paul, the guy who recorded the other podcasts, um, it's 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 a very very. I felt seen. Yeah, it's 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 a polarizing performance. You view it one way or you view it the other, and I'll just leave it at that. I Heath Ledger, that was the Joker to me. Yeah. We we know people who like also Mark Hamill. What's the question? Physical. Oh, use physical. physical. Okay, yeah. that is why because a lot of people's go to is Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. But then I've heard people say, "Well, he's done like he's dressed up like it before." I'm like, no, but like in a movie and like yeah. cockknocker, <laughs> <laughs> like doing it in doing it at a, at a convention or whatever. Like, okay, you did a little bit, but like. We're right. talking about like person who had to do it for like a couple weeks at a time. Yeah, yeah, always do it. So that's I'm giving that a little bit of lean. But I think I thought I heard they are working on a movie where like he's going to be an older Joker. Ooh. I've I've heard that as well, um, like a few times actually. Which I would be. I wanted him to be the Joker versus Affleck's Batman. Because the ages would have matched up pretty well. Yeah, and I think that they would have. I because I. Out of those movies, I, I'm not a huge fan, but like I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. He he was okay. He he was very Bruce Wayne to me, and I liked that. He's, he's, he's chin, yeah, just chin. See, I've always said like George Clooney was one of the, is the most overlooked best Bruce Wayne. And they're like, well, it's because he's George Clooney. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. But he was a terrible Batman. Exactly. But <laughs> that's why I'm like, he's a great Bruce Wayne. And everybody looks past it because how shitty that movie is and how he was a Batman. But I'm like, at the end of the day, if I would picture like 
who he would be in real life. Yeah, it's fucking George Clooney. Especially I mean, in the nineties. Christian Bale was also like played both roles very oh, well. I love him. Like yeah. people are like, what about the voice? The voice was dumb, and I'm like, I don't know. If I'm if I'm a billionaire where everybody knows my voice, I'm gonna try to disguise. I'm gonna fucking everyone. sound like this, and I don't care. <laughs> Somebody needs to give me holes. <laughs> and then people like bitch about him doing it. I'm like, is it him or was it the director? Yeah. Because like no one could have been like, hey, uh, scruffier. Uh, <laughs> like uh, more bass. Come on. I just, give us something. But anyway, um, we'll go to question number four. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Hands down. Oh, that's so tough. Um, In a sense, they're the same thing. I'm going to I'm going to have waffles to. Waffles are crispier. I'm going to have to go with pancakes only because I can make um, little like burritos with eggs in the pancake. And I like that. Why not just knock out two birds, one stone and eat a fucking crepe? How about you eat a crepe, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) If you knew how to make one, I would eat it. (laughs) I'm not. I I don't. That's a lot of trial. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work. Just say it. Just say it. I like crepes. <laughs> I love just crepes. Say, no, you don't even have to say crepes. Just say I love little thin pancakes. Nope, not going to say it. <laughs> I don't want to do this. You better break my arm, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It's a great movie. That's two Talladega Nights references now. <laughs> That's why I did the reference. We already referenced it. Probably I should add this question, but this is not counting. Is... Talladega Nights or Step Step Brothers? Oh, Step Brothers. Talladega Nights. I'm Talladega. Like I love them both. It's not like one is like way better than the other. To me, like just I think that setting of NASCAR, yeah, is puts it above and beyond. And it was the first of the two, and so there's a little bit funnier, but still, Step Brothers is, is great. I mean, like Talladega Nights, the cast is much more broad. You get a lot more out of the cast, um, like. It's not just mostly them because like in in Step Brothers, it's mostly them to an Adam Scott. You know, that's yeah. like the the bulk of it. Um, but like I just and I love them both. But like Step Brothers is like me and my little sister's favorite movie together. Mm-hmm. So like we will quote it to each other all the time through text. So Step Brothers for me. One of my best friends uh, st- uh, text tone is uh, this is Ricky like. This is Ricky Bobby. If you don't chew big red, then fuck you. Ning hao, prune candy. It is my one of my favorite things in the world. I use this gif all the time. I don't. I don't know what to do with my hands. And his hands are raising. It's great for me. I like a gif. Is uh, don't put that evil on me. <laughs> don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, they're both great. Uh, we'll be on question number. I think five. Um, let's go with. Calm down, Cheer. Pepsi or Coke? Coke coke hands down yeah i to me it's pepsi tastes like flat cola yeah i used to like pepsi um but i think it was just i had a positive uh fountain beverage pepsi experience when i was in (laughs) that is something only fat people would say or understand (laughs) look i i agree (laughs) with you it was just we were at it was during soccer camp uh we were at I don't oh, remember the water boy. <laughs> no, I was. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I look, Fettis was a goaltender. <laughs> can't get anything by him. <laughs> you kidding me? I was. Uh, I was actually like the nowhere allowed nowhere near a goal because like 
you know, I would uh, just keep my legs spread and just go right through my legs. <laughs> five hole. Yeah. My five hole was very open for business when I was a young boy. Um, at any rate, the but they had like I snuck some Pepsi uh, out of a dispenser that they had at the school and it was the most delicious shit that I've ever had. And then, um, you know, in my 20s, like the house that I lived at used to get only cubes of Pepsi. And, like, we were, like, just disgusting gamers, and that's what we drank all day. And But eventually, like, it got to the point where it was like, you know, I like alcohol. And at bars, <laughs> they don't put Pepsi and Jack together. <laughs> so, yeah. that was that was pretty much the end of my love affair with Pepsi. Fair enough. And uh, I will say Pepsi Twist was the jam. I did like that. Pepsi Blue. What's that? It, it was Ooh. blue Pepsi. It was weird. It That's, was like a blue raspberry. I don't ever remember that. Oh, I remember it. Because uh-huh. the first time I had it, my dad gave me like the rest of his bottle. And it was like warm. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to throw it in the freezer, get it cold. And I took it out at the right time, and it was a slushy. Uh, okay. So it like it was amazing. Okay. Yeah, this uh it was like 2003, 2004 yeah. around that time, yeah. Pepsi Blue. Okay. Cuz it was around Maybe the same about 2002-ish time 2002-ish too. Like one the it was around the same time the Mountain Dew flavors started coming out. Mm-hmm. Cuz there was a time where I really like pitch black and cops like the Mountain Dew Livewire. The the fucking uh, really? orange. orange one? Yeah, the orange one. Cops like it. And therefore, like, if you drink Orange Mountain Dew, you're a goddamn cop. <laughs> so I worked at the f- gas station for a couple of years, and every single cop that came in there would get Mountain Dew live wire. And yeah, no good. Just Pitch Black, Pitch Black 2. I, I really liked Pitch Black because grape was my favorite, like, fake flavor for a long time. I would drink Gatorade Fierce Grape by the, like, big gallon. Oh, it's still- and then Fierce Grape is the hands down the best Gatorade flavor. And then I figured out, like, I am wasting my time drinking Gatorade. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm trying to stop drinking soda, so I'm going to drink Gatorade. Like, you assholes, same amount of sugar. Um, all the Fierce flavors are good. Agreed. Green Apple. Oh, Blue Cherry. Oh, Blue Cherry I could get down with. I'm not oh. a huge fan of Artificial Apple. Just... I like as, art- a, as a general rule. I like artificial apple because it reminds me of doing pucker shots with a bunch of other idiot high school kids. <laughs> <laughs> the first edible I ever had was a green apple edible. So, I, I mean, that this is a good positive experience. But, like, I don't like, like, green apple Jolly Ranchers. I, I I'm like, but I'm also like people always look at me weird when I like my favorite artificial fruit flavors, watermelon and like a, a million people have always been like, you're disgusting. I'm like, I like it. I think it's good. I'm weird. I don't like watermelon, period. No. Yeah. I'm not really a huge fan. Like ask me watermelon and like watermelon. <laughs> not shopping. watermelon. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cherries. Just <laughs> the most disgusting artificial flavor to me is banana. You don't like banana runs? No. No. Before my fiance yells in from the other room, she hates bananas, period. Like, any. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea hates them, too. Like, every time I eat one, she's like, you're fucking disgusting. Like, it's not even that. It's the, the sight of it, the smell. Um, banana phobia? Oh, it's. And I, I have video proof, like, it's not just, like, in her head. Okay. And it's, it's not like I never believed her, but just like, so I think some people are like, oh man, it's just, I mean, no, like, watch this. Like, sh- she'll try something that's banana flavored or even like a banana. Like, 
which I just want to throw up. The thing that I'll, I'll throw up, there's things that we didn't know that had banana in it. Like, we used to go to Steak and Shake a lot, mm. and um, sometimes they don't, like, rinse out, like, the shake, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, whatever they do it in. There was a trace of banana flavor in it, and, like, she could tell. Wow. There was one point... She was trying my shake out before I could because I had to like park because they were going to bring the rest of our order out. So she's just kind of like, oh, I'll try his. <laughs> and there was this trace of banana in it before I could test it for her. And she's just like, <laughs> so I'm like, I understand. Like banana flavoring is the most disgusting thing. Uh, uh, I just. <laughs> just thinking about it is making me rush. <laughs> Next. All right, uh, question number six that I tailor on my guess. I'm like, something I think would be great for you guys is describe your worst experience doing stand-up. You want to go first? <laughs> I've told mine before, but I'd, I'd be happy to tell it again. Go ahead, dude. All right, so... I have to think about it. Um, This was after I got my DUI. I flipped, For the people who don't know who I am listening to the show, I flipped in 2015. I... Flipped a car, broke my arm. It was real bad. Um, okay. And okay, Sonny. Yeah, <laughs> and I was uh, I was still hosting an open mic, so I was on a hefty amount of painkillers and booze, and um, I <laughs> I was hosting the show, and in between three comics. I told the same joke three times. (laughs) It was funny the first time. The second time people thought I was just ribbing them. The third time people realized how fucked up I was. And it was mid-joke. It was like, I've told this already tonight. And I looked at Sheer and he goes, yep. (laughs) And it was so embarrassing. But still really funny. Yeah. Um, This was 2006. Um... I there was a club in Dayton called Jokers is no longer there. Um, They were having like a a contest thing where you were supposed to like bring five people to perform on the show. Um, And like I like I I was supposed to bring a car full of people to Dayton with me, which is like a three and a half hour drive from Akron. Yeah. Um, And they were like, hey, uh, don't worry about bringing the car load of people. Because Greg Hahn is here and the, it's sold out. Now, if you're not familiar with Greg Hahn, you might be like, it, did you ever listen to Bob and Tom? No. Okay. Well, Bob and Tom is like huge in Dayton. Okay. Um, and Greg Hahn's like one of the regular comics on Bob and Tom. So it's like in Bob and Tom markets, at least it was. I don't know how it is now um, because I've kind of fallen out of the loop with it. But it used to be like if you were like a Bob Zaney or like a fucking a Greg Hahn, he was on all the time. Fucking like, oh fuck, I don't even remember the rest of their names anymore. It's been so long since I listened to it. But if you were a regular on that show and you were in a Bob and Tom market, like you did well. Yeah. So this was just a situation where like, hey, Greg Hahn's popping in. Um, he's doing like he's going last uh, after this contest, and everybody's there to see him. So it's a packed fucking comedy club room and i never done a pack con- there were like at least 300 people in this room oh damn and ryan singer was hosting and this is before ryan singer became like a thing 
So like he was one of like the club regulars at the time, but now he's like a big like at least amongst comedy fans, he's pretty big. But um, so I went up second and ate the biggest dick of my life <laughs> to the like because it was still when I was doing like I look like a child molester jokes because it was, you know, I was like real, real new. Um, and like it got this to when the you point, dressed like Bray Wyatt. Um, I don't remember how I was dressing at this point. Yeah, yeah, I was dressing like Bray Wyatt. Okay. Um, but it was like I was still real skinny. Okay. So it wasn't like not like your stand up. Not that you're super fat in your stand up special, but Yeah, no, I was bigger in my stand up special than I was back okay, then. This gotcha. was like this is I was still sober um in two thousand six, I think. Okay. Um, but like it got to the point where I could hear people whispering uh during Yeah. Like packed room full of people like you can hear him whispering is the worst goddamn feeling yeah and like i just had to power through my set get the fuck off stage and like wait for them to say that bring me back on stage for them to tell me that i didn't win (laughs) which is like i know and i had to wait till the end of it because like that's like the rule what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. um and then like somebody did the uh like i Shook Ryan Singer's hands like, thanks for having me, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm way out the door. I hear, hey, Jeremy. And so I turn around and, like, look for who said it. And, like, it's a cringe humor thing that they do to people that suck. Mm-hmm. Like a like a comedy nerd thing that, that they'll do that to you. So, so it's like you think that somebody wants to talk to you, but then everybody looks away like nobody said it. And then I had that done to me. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> So it's just, and then I had to drive three and a half hours home by myself. Yeah, that's worse than the Hope story. Just living with that, uh, with that nonsense. But you know, that was that was the worst bomb I ever had, and that was in two thousand six. So, like, I'd say things are all right. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, thanks for coming on. Any final thoughts or last-minute plugs before you guys go? Um, yeah, uh, I write for a zine that I also help curate called Wrestle Void. Um, you can get it at wrestlevoid.bigcartel.com or is it bigcartel.wrestlevoid? I don't know. It's one of those. Um, it's a lot of fun. If you ever want to contribute, just hit us up. Um, we are always taking submissions. Um, it's fairly collectible because we sell out of almost every issue. So, um, there's other things in the future. Uh, we just did an issue that's basically all dedicated to Jericho. Uh, the next issue is going to be issue nine, and Matt Justice is going to be on the cover. So for any AIW fans or GCW fans, you know who that is, and there's going to be an interview with them. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, other than that, check out the Hate Flow every Monday or the Fatitude Era every. That's my wrestling podcast um, that came back after a few years. It's just fun. Um, we do that. I think we release those on Wednesdays. So there should be a new one of those up by the time this comes out. At Dirty Shear, um, for those of you that uh, live in the Akron area, uh, my sketch group, Sad Boy Social Club, will be at the center on uh, Market Street in Akron, like right over by 59 and Market. Uh, that building that looks like an office building, but it's not. <laughs> it's like got time traveler records on the first floor, and then there's a black box there on the second. That's called the center. Uh, Sad boys will be there on uh, the 28th of March, uh, nine o'clock. It's five bucks. Um, it's an hour sketch along with uh, Samantha Arshol doing stand up. So that's what I got to plug. 
then you want to throw out your Twitter handle because oh you, yeah, you're even uh, like oh damn, I, I was like, well, and I got lost. Um, I'm at El Hordano Diablo, E L J O R D A N O D I A B L O. I'm at that on Instagram and Twitter, and you can also I help run the Russell Void, which is at Russell Void on any social media thing. We tag him on every episode, and he uh, untags him. After I retweet it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. There's one time you didn't. <laughs> you would keep track of that, you fucking mark. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. All right. So that was Jeremy Shear, El Hordano Diablo from Let the Hate Flow Through You. Um, let's just uh, wrap this show up like we always do. You can find myself at heavyset330 on facebook twitter and instagram much like you can find this show on facebook twitter and instagram facebook.com slash wrestling cheers twitter.com slash wrestling cheers and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com and we have the merch store over at watermaneuver.net like i said earlier in the episode please rate review and subscribe or ever listen to this fine podcast whether it be apple podcast google podcast stitcher tune in youtube spotify iHeartRadio, or podbean wrestling cheers Com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, The Road Home from Wrestling, Kick Out at Two, The Indie Cast, Center of the Universe, Sobros Network, Big Gold Belt Podcast, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Spotlight Series, Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling, at Odds With Wrestling and It's Evolution Baby. Check out our other non-podcast friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Sickening Pitchers, Good Company, Stay Tough, Smokin' Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers where everybody knows your name and we believe in Nashville. Later. Sometimes you want to go where everybody 